welcome to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. This podcast by Kevin Paneskis, also known as the Property Soldier, covers all aspects of serviced accommodation and how to make it a profitable and sustainable business. Kevin started investing in property in 1991 whilst serving in the British Army and now owns a multi-million pound property portfolio and serviced accommodation business and is a best-selling author. And now your host, Kevin Paneskis. Hi, Kevin, Property Soldier here. I'm going to do this is a Facebook Live and it is also going to be a uh, recording for my podcast. So those, some of you will be watching this and some of you will be listening to this. But this is going to be a slightly different thing that I normally do. And it might even get a bit, it's very personal, might even get a bit emotional and it's the the time of year for me that's uh, that's important, and I'll I'll explain why in a minute. But for you, for this for this episode, or if you're listening to this, watching this, it's about focusing on your reason why. Because unless you have a strong motivation, unless you have a strong reason why, you're often not going to do what's necessary to implement what is necessary for you to be able to make a change in your life and to achieve the things that are important to you. And so whilst listening to this, I want you to just be thinking about what is important to you. Why is it important that you are successful in property? Why is it important you're successful in business, in life? Because if you don't dial in on this, if you don't really focus in on this and remind yourself of this every single day, you're unlikely to do what's necessary um, to get there because let's face it, we all procrastinate, don't we? And you might know, you might have attended some training, for instance, some property training, you might know what you should be doing with your time, but procrastination gets in the way. So the television, the social media, Facebook, the pub, whatever it might be that you think, oh, I'll just do that first and then I'll get around to doing um, my property stuff. And and it never comes to the front. It never gets to the top of your to-do list. And education without the right mindset is like having the skill set without the mindset. And the skill set without the mindset will leave you upset. So you've got to focus on what is your, your reason why and you have to think to yourself and, and understand that is it important that you are successful or is it imperative that you are successful? Because if it is imperative you are successful, then you're more likely to do what is necessary to be successful. So I'll explain why, how this works with me and, and why it is important to me and a little bit about my story. Um, but again, just be thinking about your own reason why and your own reason why you must be successful that is imperative that you're successful in business or in property so for me i i uh, used to be in a job like most people are uh, or most people have done and i was a soldier i joined the army at 16 my dad had been a, a soldier and uh, i i just left school as soon as i could and joined the army at 16 and he told me that I should invest in property. And so I did. I bought my first investment property age 20 whilst a serving soldier. And my dad's exact words were big, scary Scots from my dad. He said, Kevin, 
invest in property. And, you know, when my dad tells you to do something, you do it. It is as simple as that. And I did. I, I, I invested in property and it was a bit slow. Uh, I, I was getting buy-to-lets and then I got a house of multiple occupation, which I now know is a house of multiple occupation. Um, at the time, I just thought it was a good idea to have a three-story house and cram as many tenants in there as, as I could. Um, luckily, it used to be a guest house and a and b so it uh, had fire alarm and, and fire doors, so I wasn't breaking too many laws. <laughs> but you don't worry, I, I know what I'm doing with uh, with guest houses, oh, sorry, with uh, HMOs now. But the, the problem I, I had, the problem I experienced is I was in a full-time job and I reached the point 20 years in where I had five buy-to-lets under HMO and that property portfolio was, was losing me money every month because my dad had told me to invest in property, but he didn't tell me how. And so... I was in a, a in the army and I was going away on deployments, um, places like, you know, the Balkans and the Far East, you know, et cetera, Afghanistan. Um, and my life was very, very stressful at this time because I've got a property portfolio that's losing me money every month, uh, tenant problems, builder problems, um, and, and a very, very stressful job. And I didn't have any systems. I didn't have any training. I didn't have any leverage in my life and only looking back on that now I don't have all that stress do I understand how much stress I was under I don't know if that if you can relate to that <laughs> quite often we don't know how much stress we were under until that stress is removed from us and I also had a family and so I uh, got custody of my daughter when she was a baby when I was a very young soldier and I made do with with um, my family and also with boarding school uh so i i to give my daughter some continuity of education and this this is why i'm dialing into my big reason why to give her some continuity of education i i uh, paid for private boarding school and that wasn't cheap uh, the army contributed towards it but i had to contribute quite a lot of money every single month too um because otherwise she was just going to be following me around from pillar to post and messing up her education and my education had been really messed up following my dad around um, as a, a soldier's son and so I, I wanted her to have a much better education and what happened with me was because of my property portfolio losing me money and because of my daughter's uh, boarding school fees I was actually properly trapped in a job and so Property investing should release us from a job, shouldn't it? It shouldn't trap us in a job. But that's the situation I found myself in because I had no property education at that point of time. So it wasn't until 2010 that I first found that there was such a thing as property education. And at that point, I discovered that I realised that I'd been investing in property for 20 years and I knew nothing, virtually nothing about property. And so I went on training courses, um, some free courses, some paid for courses. I've been to lots of uh, courses at Progressive over the years. And so I then actually did something that was a little bit rash because I first went on, I was, I was a regimental sergeant major at this point, and this was in October 2010. 
And I decided at that point I was going to leave the army without the need to get a job. I was going to build up my passive income from property to be able to replace my job income. And I was going to give myself a year to do that and then leave the army without the need to get a job. And so I actually waited until Remembrance Day 2010 to do that. And I handed in my notice on Remembrance Day. Now, for those of you that know, Remembrance Day is the 11th of November each year. Uh, Remembrance Sunday is whenever Remembrance Sunday falls in in the month of November. But uh, Remembrance Day is always the 11th. And so I handed in my notice on the 11th of November 2010. And at the time, the army said to me, look, you're not going to be able to, to turn this around. Once you hand in your notice, you're leaving because... At the time, the army was reducing down from 120,000 to 80,000 people. And, and that was effectively meant that if anyone did resign, they were leaving. It was as simple as that. And I said, look, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'm, I'm submitting my notice and I am going and I'm going to make this happen. I want to be able to leave the army without the need to get a job. Because ultimately, I, I knew that if you... If you don't change, nothing's going to change. If you keep doing what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. So I had to give myself a really firm deadline. Now, I don't want anyone handing in their notice uh, tomorrow or anything like that. Or, or I, Think of your own reason why. And, and the, I suppose the point I'm saying this is that it, it almost went wrong. It almost all went wrong. And so I uh, gave myself that year. But what happened during that year is that... I wasn't actually putting into practice what I was learning on my training courses. I, I, I was in quite a lot of debt at the time because my property portfolio was losing me money and my, the boarding school fees and I built up a, quite a big bit of credit card debt and then I paid more money out on my training courses. But I, I was busy. You know, I was, um, I was in the busiest job I've ever had. I had men scattered all over the world. I'm a regimental sergeant major and... I never, still didn't manage to find the time. When I would get home, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I'd get home at the end of a long day when I wasn't, you know, obviously overseas, but when I was working in the UK, I'd get home at the end of a long day and all I could think about is just maybe crashing out for the last hour or two in front of the telly and then it was Groundhog Day. You go to bed and it all starts over. I, I just couldn't motivate myself. And what happened was I suddenly woke up one day, and I realised that, uh, do you know what, Kev, you are going to be leaving the army. And I was going to be leaving the army on the 11th of November 2011, and unless I really pulled my finger out, I was going to have to leave and get a job and then service a hell of a lot of debt. And I don't know what job I could have got, but I would have had to have probably taken a, a significant drop in pay, and then how the hell was I going to service you know, tens of thousands of pounds worth of credit card debt? Do you know what I'm going to I'm going to tell you it was it was nearly 80,000 pounds worth of credit card debt that I'd got myself into. So I was I was in a bad place. I really was in a bad place, but then I just had to really 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 focus on my reason why I had to make this work. Do you know what I if if that had happened to me, I would have had to pull my daughter out of boarding school. And she would have been in her A levels at the time and that would have completely have messed up her chance of getting good A-levels and she wanted to go on to university and she wanted to become an international recruitment consultant and a, 
a modern languages teacher. So I, I, I had a responsibility to her and I had a responsibility to other people. When, when I came back from my previous tour of Afghanistan, my wife at the time asked for a divorce because she was fed up with the army life. And so I knew that it was very, very detrimental being in the army. Um, and so I, I had to make a change to my, to my lifestyle. I couldn't go exchanging time for money and just working all hours, et cetera, et cetera, because that's very detrimental to your relationship. Because I'd now met Caroline, who I'm with now, and at the time I met Caroline, I had another Afghanistan tour looming, and I didn't, couldn't bring it tell her that I was going to have to go back to Afghanistan. And, and that's another reason why I handed in my notice, because by handing in my notice, I w was not going to have to go back to Afghanistan and ultimately I wanted to leave the army without the need to get a job so I could focus on my relationship with Caroline and um, and life because guess what we only get one life don't we you only get one life and you've got to live it and you've got to make the most of it and because if if not you will wake up one day and life will have passed you by and you would not have lived the life that you should lead you deserve to live um, and you would not have given enough to your friends and to your family. And so I pulled my finger out. I knew I had to make it work because I was going to be leaving the army and I was living in Southeast. I was living in St. Albans at the time with Caroline and I built up my portfolio of property in Swansea. I ring fenced. I had my existing portfolio that was in Plymouth. I got rid of some of it. Um, and kept the ones that would work and I built up my portfolio in South Wales in Swansea predominantly and that wasn't easy do you know what property investing is not easy but if it's if it's worthwhile then it's worth putting the effort in okay and so from St Albans I project managed from a distance I had a, an advert in the South Wales Evening Post. It said, sell your property fast. Call Kevin for a free valuation and a guaranteed offer. And that got the phone ringing. And people started ringing me and inviting me to, to come and make an offer on their properties. And I would travel at the weekends or when I could and, and visit, view the properties and make offers. And I started buying property. And sometimes I would send my dad round to do the viewing if I couldn't get there. And I had the builders going on um, whilst, you know, during the week. And I'd just be touch base with the builders. And I just had to make the time to make this work. But thankfully, it did work. And I managed to build up my passive income from property so that when I left the army on 11, 11, 11, I did not need to get a job. So I left the army on Remembrance Day 2011 because I'd handed in my notice on that day. Why did I choose that day? Because it's an important day in my diary. It's, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a, a day that many of my friends and colleagues um, will not ever see. Um, you know, I have, I have carried those coffins. So... What is important to you? You've got to focus in on what is important to you. Because if you don't, 
you won't do what is necessary. So write down, you know, if you're, if, if you're watching this on, on Facebook, post in the comments, what is your why? What is important to you? Get a vision board. That's another really important thing. Whatever is important to you, is it your family? Is it a really nice house? Is it um, a, a really worthwhile cause, charity? If it's, you know, cut it out of a magazine, print it off the internet and put things on your vision board. Do you know what? Even if it is a, a flashy car, there's nothing wrong with that, okay? Because you're not going to do what's necessary to achieve it until you actually visualise what is important to you. And have it at home. Have your vision board so you can see it every single day. Have it in work. I don't care if your work colleagues think you're a bit weird. That's their problem. Okay, because they are, they are just going to go around that hamster wheel for the rest of their lives. But if you can dial in on what is really important to you, then you are more likely to do what is necessary to achieve that. Okay, please don't exchange time for money for the rest of your life. That's a job hoping to retire on a pension because that is flawed. That is gone. You know, please don't do that. Now, you, you can. I know for a fact you can create passive income from property. Whatever property investment strategy is for you, you know, type, type in the, the comment section what your property strategy is. Okay? Type in what is your reason why. You know, what you write, you invite. That's a really important thing. So announce to the world what it is you are going to do in property. What you write, you, you invite. Have your vision board. This is really, really important stuff. And just focus in on your reason why. So Remembrance Day is coming up. You know, f for me, it's a really, really important day in my diary. Wear your poppy in pride. With pride. Wear it with pride. Because... People gave their todays for our tomorrows, and they shall not grow old as we that are left grow old. So if you found this, this video useful, if you found this podcast useful, let me know. If you found this video useful, uh, give me a like. Please write down what your reason why is. Write down what your property strategy is. Write down when. Put your date in the diary. Remember, what you write, you invite. Put your date in the diary. Post it in this thread. When are you going to be financially free from property? When do you no longer need to exchange time for money anymore? Okay? It's really important stuff, everyone. Hopefully you found this useful. Remember, everyone, your future needs you. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. Why not also check out my website, www.propertysoldier.co.uk, where you can learn more about property and serviced accommodation.